Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. I am your host, Katie Christ, and I just want to first and foremost say to anybody that's listening to this that also listened to last week's thank you. Uh, I have gotten so many texts and Facebook messages and people just reaching out, just saying the kindest things about last week's episode. Um, because I, and I'm so grateful for that because I was so nervous to one post it because I felt so clickbaity. Um, I actually had to describe what this term means um, to my parents, but it was, it felt like I was quote unquote, utilizing or profiting or taking a scenario that garnered a lot of attention and using it for my own gain, using it for clicks, using it for listens, using it to promote my own business, right? Like I, I think people definitely saw that and could have thought that. Um, so that was definitely a fear of mine for posting something. Um, and I hope for anybody that actually did listen to it, you didn't see that at all. Um, it was just a, a conversation that I was like, I like, this is, we have to have this conversation. We have to integrate this lesson. I have to, I have to. And it's, it was such a simple lesson, right? A couple of lessons, but the biggest one being what is your why and walking in integrity with that why every single day. So again, I wanted to start off this episode of this podcast, just thanking anybody that did listen to it and that reached out specifically too. Um, I would like to continue the conversation, um, about the, one of the other biggest lessons I know I'm like <laughs> coming out with like five lessons now. Um, but it really, I felt these lessons come through in a way that I've never in the past, um, and that's definitely one in part of the, the magnitude of the change that was brought upon me specifically and, and our family. And also to this commitment that I've really stepped into and wanting to lead into of uh, for me, for you, for us kind of a lifestyle and kind of a, a, a business model and really just a lifestyle and to of just saying, okay, what is it here, Katie? What's like, not just the, like taking specific lessons or taking teachings that we're, we hear everywhere, right? We hear things from Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, Rachel Hollis, um, Gabby Bernstein, um, all these, these like big personal development men and women. And in that have been in this sphere, we, we hear kind of the, the overarching themes. We hear the overarching lessons that a lot of the times I'm starting to realize they're the same <laughs> reiterated over and over and over and over again. Yet some of them land for us 
based off of a person that's saying something. And some of a, some of the times it just goes through one ear at the other, or you see it and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you actually don't live into it. You don't feel it. And so I want to feel these lessons now. I want to feel it. And I want that feeling because the feelings and emotions, that's what leads our actions and our feelings, emotions, and actions. They develop our personality. Those things develop who we are. And if I am living a life where I'm closed off to those feelings and emotions, which a lot of us are because feelings and emotions they're amazing, right? Feeling good, feeling present, feeling grateful, feeling ecstatic, happiness, like joy feels really, really good. But the feelings, emotions of frustration, anger, anxiety, stress, sadness, like rage, <laughs> hatred, like those things do not feel good. And so what we usually do, especially now being in such a culture of, of want instant gratification, we push those emotions and those feelings aside. But by in doing that, I'm starting to realize we're, we're pushing aside things that can develop our actions and our, therefore our personality, therefore who we are, we're pushing them away. We're not taking those emotions and those feelings we're either, we're, we're doing one of two things. One, we're, we're pushing them away. So we don't even feel them. Therefore, we're not allowing those things to shape us, to build us strength. We're, we're just pushing half of who we are away. And therefore that's why people are saying like they're, they're unfulfilled in their life. They don't feel, they feel like something's missing that a piece of them just we're constantly grasping for like, there has to be more in this life. That's why personal development is such a big field for years, right? So we're either doing that or we're pushing those, those negative emotions away. We're not confronting them. We're not allowing that integration to happen, or we're letting those feelings and emotions compound. We're letting them to compound and create stories and beliefs and feelings into a bigger kind of a, a sphere than they actually have to be. We're allowing the anger to start to compound and let stress come in and anxiety come in. And like right now we're living in a, we're living in a world where stress and anxiety are at an all time high. And then also too, just kind of this, this feeling of, okay, well, I'm like feeling really anxious and really, really stressed out and really sad and, and overwhelmed. And two, why am I not happy? Something's missing. So it's almost like we're doing both of those scenarios at once <laughs> where we're pushing away the anger, emotion, the, the negative feelings, we're pushing those away. We're not actually sitting with them and holding them and walking with those and letting them kind of be a part of our story, but not allowing it to compound into something else that we are kind of living into a, a version of us that just isn't true of where we want to be. Because we can craft it, right? If we really start to pull back and hold the emotions and the feelings that just do not feel good, we can we hold them and get from that the energy that is good for us from those emotions? Can we hold that and walk with that? 
without letting those anger and emotions and those bad feelings start to compound into something else that we're, again, we're walking in stride of who we want to be. We're not letting things just kind of react to us. We're not letting things just, we're not allowing ourselves to feel out of control anymore. This is, I went off of a little bit tangent. So where, <laughs> what was I even talking about before? Um, okay. I completely lost <laughs> my train of thought of like where that conversation was like, what, where the transition wanted to be. Um, but the core of this conversation is going on this emotions and feelings. And just, again, I, in the past like six months, I've asked myself, I want to be the strongest version of you, Katie. What does that look like? And one of the biggest lessons that I have been thrown time after time after time is can you hold the negative energies, the negative emotions, the negative feelings that are coming for you? Can you hold it? And so this is a lesson that I briefly touched on last episode, and I want to dive in deeper this week. Um, because I think it can be, this has been such a, something that I haven't owned yet, but I am walking with right now. And it is just, can you hold the void? Can you hold feelings and thoughts and emotions without letting them compound? So last week I talked about how, when we got the news, um, with my dad, uh, how it happened in th- like four days, I went through pivotal kind of emotions. The first day was shock. The second day was sadness. Third day was anger. And the fourth day was gratitude. I was intentional with that. I actually allowed space in my schedule. And I am so grateful that I have that capability. Not a lot of people do to say, I'm pushing everything aside. I'm going to feel these emotions and let them go through me so that one, I integrate them. I learn anything that any, anything that like is coming from them, any of the energy that is attached with that emotion. I'm like, okay, let me like, what is it right now for me? What, what is it or, and, and, or, So I was like, let me just sit with these things and see if anything comes from this anger or this sadness. And I also was like, I'm going to sit with this because I do not want this to compound into something else. I don't want this sadness and this anger and this like to start to compound and start to almost as like just an avalanche, just kind of cascade into something that I can't control that where your mindset is going left and right and, and, and creating stories that you're just like, wait, where did this come from? But then you start to believe is actually true. So let me, let me explain these two things specifically. And let's start with the sadness day. So Monday was sad day for Katie, sad, sad, sad. Um, and so here is how I, one, I didn't let it compound. So past Katie, would have, if I was feeling really, really sad, um, it would have started with sadness. And then it would have, my brain would have been like, why am I sad, Katie? And I would have tried to justify it. And a lot of the times when I'm trying to justify a negative emotion, my ego wants to blame other things, 
wants to kind of be like, it's no, this isn't your fault, Katie. No, 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 no. Like you feeling sadness, someone caused this. Someone is the devil out there. <laughs> I'm sorry if that offends anybody for me using the devil term. I'm sorry. Um, someone out there is like, they are like, shame on them. They're making you sad. And then that starts to compound into frustration with someone else or demonizing somebody else or um, anger sometimes with me of just be like, why are you sad, Katie? Like, why can't you get your, get out of this funk? Like you have so much else that you have to be doing. Like, stop doing this. Our, our emotions, we have, our brain thinks so much, so much, so many thoughts. And so how many of those thoughts can we actually control? Some, yes. A lot of the times, unless I'm just like a weird person, but I don't think so. My thoughts and emotions just come and these stories come popping out and I can start to then it's almost like a lens is put on my, my brain. I have um, blinders on where it's like the stories that are coming in. I start to try to find circumstantial evidence. That's going to confirm me and myself and my feelings and my thoughts. And that's what I could have done on Monday. I could have let the sadness move into frustration, move into anger, move into rage really, really fast. It could have started to compound. And I could have gone online and I could have started to either confirm those. I could have started reading comments that added to the flame, made me more angry, made me more sad made me more frustrated and like it, it could have gotten to the rage point. (laughs) The compounding effect is real every single day, every single day, whichever way we want to go, it could be with joy. It could be with like positive intentions. It can start to compound and it can start to compound the other way too. I didn't want that to happen. So I was like, hold this Katie. And a tactic in holding it is we can sit with it and just like, I I talked about this a couple of um, episodes ago. I can't remember which one it was, but of anxiety. And for me, of, of just at, I had a one instance at night where I was just like those, those fear tactics were those what if tactics of what if like this doesn't work what if like you're doing the wrong things Katie with your business all these things came up and I just physically wrapped my arms around me and just held myself and let myself cry through it and that's a tactic of just like you are like truly holding this emotion feeling into it and just sitting with the one emotion without letting it compound and a lot of the times it's 20 seconds two minutes we hold it through and we're just like, okay, we're good. The veil has been like the the clouds have been lifted and we're like, okay, I felt it. I still feel the tears on my face, but like I can walk without being in this, this cloud, this vortex of just this emotion. I, I like held that and I felt it, but now I can walk. It's like if, if you ever, if you saw a crying child and like, sometimes they're just crying over the randomest things, but you know, like they hurt. And so what do you do? You just hold them. So that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it too, of just 
holding your emotion and feeling into it is to almost take that emotion and associate it with something else that or is going to kind of equate to that emotion. So for me, I was feeling sad. I was feeling really, really sad on Monday. So I watched like five episodes of this is us. And most, the one that got like, I watched the one where Rebecca passed away, like the second to last episode of the final season. Oh, Brian came out and I just had tears. I like could not stop it. It was ugly crying. It was just like, whoosh. But I like associated, I, I put my sadness and I like insert it into an episode of This Is Us so that my brain didn't go and try to like fix everything. I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to let this show move me through my, move me through this sadness. I'm going to like, like plug into this movie and be like, this is the sadness. I'm associating the sadness with this. And sure. My thoughts went back to my family. I think it kind of coincided really, really well with this is us. If anybody has watched, this is us. It's all about family. Right. And it's all about living in hindsight this perspective that you get when, um, so this is us. It's all about, it it showcases life back in when these kind of these, the, the, the big three, um, I can't even remember their names right now, but it showcases their life when they were children, when their parents were falling in love, when they were teenagers and, and their dad passed away, when they were growing up, when they were, and then it moves to the future as well. When their mom, like it's all happening all at the same time. And so then you get these really, really beautiful perspective storylines where you see hardships that are happening and you're like, oh, but like, do you see how it all connects in the future and the beauty in that? And so sitting with this sadness, like, obviously I was thinking about my family, but like, because I, I sat with the sadness and almost was in, I, I plugged into this is us. And I, I saw that sadness too. It gave me this perspective that led to that post that I wrote of living a life in hindsight of a chapter is, I know. And it all sounds like very, very like fluff sometimes of this is like the end of the chapter, but it's not the end of the story. It's the, like, what a beautiful message it is. It's just like, like, keep going, keep threat. Like all that stuff can be fluff, but I felt it. So like, I felt it. It moved me. I got it. And if I wouldn't have sat with the sadness and felt it and allowed the space for like, okay, let me hold this and I'm so grateful for the show. This is us because it, it did. And too, for the, the work and personal development that I've been doing for my own self, because it allowed me to be like, in hindsight, what, what is this story? This is a part of my story right now. This is me watching an episode of my whole, of, of this is us life. Um, I can insert right now. The big three are me, like me, my sister, my brother. Okay, cool. This is the story of this is us. How in this episode, I'm going through this thing. My family is going through this thing. What is in, in 20 minutes when we flash to the next, like the next, I don't even know, like scene, <laughs> that's it. The next scene, what is future Katie going to think about this moment? 
let's flash it to the next, the next one. Okay. Little Katie, how is she like, like, what is she going to like, what is she thinking now? And wants my future self to be acting like, like, like let's live in that perspective shift in that hindsight. And the only way that we can walk in integrity with that, create a beautiful story, beautiful episode. A lot of it comes from, can you hold the negative emotions that are coming out and do not let them start to compound? Because when we start to compound, isn't that when we show up in a way that we really don't want to? I could have sat there on Monday and I could have allowed so many comments on social media to fuel me, to give me a certain energy, to turn a story into something that was not good for me, but it made me feel good. It's not good for me to read these comments about how my dad is just like, it's way better off that this happened, that like that, the, what else did I see? Oh, that he gave a bad halftime speech that, um, he was that the, the, was it this, the team was fall. Like he was leading them into like the worst thing ever that like good riddance to Chris, um, time it's about time. Like there could have been so many things that could have made me feel good to read because it, it would have justified my anger. It would have led me, it would have justified my reasoning for compounding my emotions to be like, I am sad. I hate these people. This sucks. Like, you know, we can go into that whole, like there's, there's an emotional range that we can go into. And I could have jumped down from sadness to anger to frustration, to rage, to like, I could have felt them all. I could have let them all start to compound and it would have felt good to do that because I would have been justified. I could have justified my ego in feeling that way, but it wouldn't have been good for me in hindsight to live like that. Cause I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be the woman who lets other, I don't want to be the woman that can't hold negative feelings, who can't be strong through negative emotions. I want to be I want my personal power to be so strong and so steady. And yes, I will feel that I'll be bruised. I'll be scratched. I'll get black eyes. Like, I don't want to just be hardened to life, but I don't want, I don't want those, those things to just kind of come into me and totally change who I am which I feel like if we don't hold the negative emotions and we let, we allow them to start to compound, we remember our emotions, our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions dictate our actions and our actions dictate our personality. Like it all, it all is together. And so if I start to like, let these start, these negative emotions start to compound, I start to lose control of who I want to be, who I want to be. We can dictate that. We can, we have personal strength to say that is who I want to show up as that future Katie, that future you, we can dictate that we can form ourselves into that. If we have staying power through the hard things, through the void, 
through the negative feelings. Or we can kind of let it be like, okay, I know on a good day, I am so good at like, like going for what I want for having the ambition for being in the joyful energy too. But on bad days, it just like, like screw it shit. And I, I was there bad days would be like, I had crappy work and I could have had crappy posts at that too. On Monday and Tuesday, like when I felt sadness and when I felt anger, I could have utilized that to like, like I could have expensed that energy so quickly, but I was like, no, I want to hold it and get from that what I need to get from it. And really practicing into personal power versus circumstantial power. So personal power is I lead myself through everything. Circumstantial power is when it's a good day, I feel good. And when it's a bad day, I feel bad. And circumstance, if you just rely on circumstantial power, that's when your negative emotions and your positive emotions, they compound. And so it's hard for us to get out of and to step into personal power because circumstantial power, you're like, oh, I feel good on the good day. So like it, we are confirmed that you're doing good. But then when something hits you and rocks you, you're like, oh my gosh, like, what the heck that, what, what just happened? And that's where like, like think about the basics of, again, I come from the health and wellness space of like, we're back at it. Like we fell off the wagon. That's such a, that's a thing that people are like, oh yeah, like that's, it's a normal thing. It's a normal thing. And that's where it's like, I want to be taking things that are normalized, things that have been in the industry for so long of just like health and wellness has been a thing for forever. (laughs) And it's a normal conversation. It's a regular conversation to have. Oh, I slipped up. Oh, I fell off the wagon. Got to get back on it on Monday. Got to figure this out. And that's because we've only been in the space of circumstantial power. We haven't stepped into personal power and what that means. And this is where it's, it's creating. This has been one of the biggest, the biggest lessons and a huge thing in, in, in crafting. Like right now I'm in, I'm launching this new program, Metamorphosis, which, so I've been in the health and wellness space for about four years now. Um, really, really started it more so in 2020 and, and holy heck have I learned <laughs> because I thought I was like, as long as I just get more information, if I understand a little bit of like behavior, like we can do this, right? We can figure this one out. So I was in the, the circumstantial power of starting a business in the health and wellness space. And I, I, I really did think of, okay, the more that we, there just has to be something else that we're missing, right? And that's why things like, like intermittent fasting, keto, HIIT training, um, all these kind of like new things that are coming out here, they're flashy, they're cool. We're like, let's try them. That must be the missing link. That must be the missing piece. So I kept trying to find information trying to find more information, trying to be like, okay, what is working? What will work for my body? And then what, like, what is missing for everybody else? And I thought it was willpower. I was like, okay, just as long as I can just like, let's just figure out Katie, how do I eat good 
every single day for a month. And then let's just, how do I work out every single day for a month? Okay, cool. Let's add in more, more personal development. Let's read a whole bunch of books. Let's practice the positive affirmations. Let's practice meditation. Let's practice drinking water. Let's do all these things that everybody is saying. Like, let's add more information, more information, more information, and then figure out, okay, there has to be a code that you have to crack and you have to figure it out. And the truest form of what I'm realizing is that's not it anymore. All those things, they work within the realm of circumstantial power. They actually, all those things work in any realms, honestly, but we haven't stepped into this personal power realm yet. This realm where all those things can work and can you hold the negative emotions when they're not working? When you feel crappy, can you, I, Honestly, I think that's, that's it. That is the key right there. It's we have where we currently are at. We have where we want to go. So where we're currently at in our health, where we want to go for our health, where we're currently at in our finances, where we want to go in our finances, where we're currently at in our relationships or our, um, level of influence with our families, where we're current, where are we, where do we want to go? The power comes from the, you're going to step into the void. Then the, the void is exactly what I talked about last week. This is the void of maybe this, maybe yes, this will work out. Maybe no, it won't. Maybe yes, we got this. Maybe yes, this will be amazing. Maybe yes, we're going to get there. Like maybe no, maybe this isn't going to happen. The void the key to this, to success, to you will get exactly what you want. The key is, do you have the personal power to stay, stay in the heat, stay in the void, sit in there and be transformed in the void to this version of you? Right now I had a version, I have a version of me that I'm currently at and I have a version of me that I'm striving for the void. I'm in the void right now. I was handed this, this scenario, your dad is going to lose his job and you're going to have some identity crisis. And there's going to be people on the internet that are talking bad about your family. How do you react? Sir, if I stepped into circumstantial power, I would have been, I'm, I'm dancing around the, the version of me that I'm trying to like strive out of. I'm, I'm going back there. If I would have allowed the circumstantial evidence to start to, or the cir- circumstantial power, if I would have just been there, that's where I would have stepped into allowing the negative emotions to compound. Because I want a version of myself, I had to step into personal power and to hold the negative emotions, hold it. I'm in the void. Let's just hold where I'm currently at. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't go back. So many times we go back. We say, I fell off the wagon. We go back into old behaviors, old habits, which are so easy to do, right? So easy. Habits are there for a reason. Our emotions, our thoughts, our behavior, like they're all, it's shaping who we are 
who we, who we are right now are shaped by past. So when like something like this happens, that's really, really hard. You're like, it's so easy to go back to it. Can you hold, can you hold the negative emotions? Just holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it and letting it transform you, develop you. So you can keep walking towards that ambition of where you're striving to go towards. That was the lesson. That was the test for me last week. What's your test? Because it is like when we're whole, we can hold the negative emotions and utilizing them for progressing us towards the, the version of us that we want. We can, we can utilize that. Like, have you ever been where you go like you're going throughout your day and you're absolutely exhausted. And then someone cuts you off in traffic and you are so angry and you're so fired up. Where did that energy come from? You were just going, you were going about your day. You're absolutely exhausted. You're like going to go pick up the kids. Someone cuts you off. You're like super, you're like, I can, she Hulk. (laughs) Where did that energy come from? When we allow ourselves to hold negative energies, negative emotions, just by holding it and not allowing it to start to compound. If we hold that energy, what can you do with that energy? You can, there's so much that we can do. You can transform from that. energy. You can, you, you have two choices, transform that energy, utilize it to create the version of you that you like the work of art that you're striving to become, or you can let that energy compound. And then with that compounding, you can be like, all right, give me all the negative emotions and shape me into this negative person and this negative mindset, this negative belief. And then I'm going to walk from that negative person, but I feel good because my ego feels good because I confirmed all my negative energy or all all my negative beliefs. Like that's, this is, these are our choices that we can make moving, moving forward. We are where we're at. We know exactly where we're striving to go towards. The key, as simple as possible, the key to getting where we want to go to where we want to be is can you hold the void? It is easy to walk when we feel good. It is so easy to walk when we're like, whoo, I know that this workout is creating the body of my dreams. I, I just got a six pack from that one crunch over there. That's if, if that was the walk, we'd be like, boom, boom, boom. I feel good. That salad. I'm going to like have the the bikini body of my dreams. Ooh, that social media post. That's going to make me a million bucks. Oh, that meeting that I was just in, I'm going to get a raise from that. Like if, if that was the walk that we were having, like we're good, we're good when it's good. We are good when it's good. How are you when it's not so great? How are you when you're questioning yourself? How are you when there's frustration, when there's stress, when there's people that are coming? Like, how, who are you being in that moment? Can you hold that part of you? The duality that comes from walking where at the same time that you're going to be walking with like the things that are going to get you to where you want to go, you're going to be walking with the things that like are acting like they're pulling you back and they, they may pull you back if you allow it, or 
do you strengthen the version of you that just says, I'm going to hold it. I'm not going to let these circumstances pull me back. I'm just going to strengthen myself right now and hold it. Stop your walk right now. Stop it. Hold it. Strengthen it. Feel it. Let these emotions go through you so that you can keep walking. You walk with your ambitions and you walk with the things that like might throw you off a little bit too. And you strengthen that with just gratitude, gratitude, grat. Like just, there's so much that goes into it. We think that there's just like a way to get the body that we want. If we eat a certain way, if we do the certain things, like, I know I, I want this for anybody that's listening to this work and be like, I'm following Katie because I want to lose weight. What, what can you take from this lesson right here? Cause this is, this is everything right now. You can keep, keep at it with the different diets, keep at it with trying more, more foods, more exercises, trying to have the right sleep, drink the right amount of water, have the amount of mac macros and micros and the amount of protein that you need and avoiding inflammation. Food. Like there's so much out there. All we have to do, we can receive all that stuff. We can receive, receive, receive. The biggest part, the, the biggest part is, can you hold the walk? Can you hold the negative emotions that will come? They will come. And it's like, it's so, it'll, it'll get murky. It'll get muddy. It'll be crappy. That's, I've learned that so much through this work. For instance, there's a, like, I've had clients that they come because they're like, I want to lose weight. And then we, we start to pull back layers, pull back layers, pull back layers, pull back layers of why are they not falling through? What's stopping? What's getting in the way? And a lot of the times it's this weight is protecting them from something. Whether it's a client who there was a lot of worthiness attached to, if you, if you lose the weight, it was reminding her of a sexual trauma that she had when she was 16. So there was a, like this fear of any attention that having a body type may allow in. There's a fear of disappointment that comes through a lot of the times of if I reallocate energy, will I disappoint others in doing so? That's a huge trigger for a lot of women. There's a fear of if, if this isn't, if, if my weight isn't a problem anymore, what will then be a problem? Cause there has to be a problem in my life. Like there's so many different layers. And so we think the problem is just, I wait, I can't, I don't have enough willpower. That's not the problem. The problem is we have, our job is to work on our staying power through it all. It'll start with, can I stay through the hardships of like working out every single day? of overcoming feeling like laziness of eating a certain, like those are, those are easy. Honestly, those are easy things to work through. And then you keep walking. And then another thing of, Oh, are you worthy enough to do this? Okay. Yes. Let's hold it. Let's keep walking. Like, oh, are you like fearing, disappointing your kids by you working out? Okay. Nope. I got this. Let's hold it. Let's keep walking. Oh shoot. You forgot that you were like sexualized when you were a kid. What's going to happen now? Are you going to get sexualized? Like, is there going to be another trauma? Is there some like other fear that's going to come? Holy shit. Like, well, I don't know if I can go do this. Nope. No, 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 no. Let's go back. Like that's the level of transformation that you're going to go through and you're going to walk through. 
I'm getting fired up because I'm getting fired up because I know that this is the code, that this is the level of transformation that's needed to keep walking, to keep, this is, this is it. Are you the type of person that allows circumstantial, circumstantial power? You can like stay in that, but let's end with, I know I went kind of all over the place, but the main lesson here for you, whoever's listening, whatever you want, can you hold it? Can you hold the duality that will come with you walking with this? Not a lot of people, not a lot of women are brave enough to step into this of holding the, um, the negative things that will come, the negative emotions. We like to push it away. We like to just say, nope, not today. Don't have time for that. Nope. Or we, we let it compound these negative emotions. Can you stay with these? Can you hold them and either just let them go through you so it doesn't leave an imprint on who you are? Just let them go through you. Or can you learn something from it about yourself? Can you let those emotions transform you for the good? I truly believe that every emotion that comes through us, it's there for a positive reason. Our body wants to feel alive. That's our, not even wants to feel alive. Our body's job is to make sure that we are alive. That's why we have in our brain, this like scare tactic of like, nope, that might kill us. That might kill us. That might kill us. Like, no, 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 no. What if like this doomsday, like trigger, 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 something might happen. You have to protect yourself. We have that in our brain, right? Because our body is trying to keep us alive. How can we sit with, we can sit with the good. That's easy. We like that. We can walk with that. The negative emotions that come for you. Can you sit there and say, okay, what is it? What's the positive intention? That's, that's, it's there for a reason. Can you hold those emotions long enough so that you can feel it and you can let them transform you for the good? So Cabby is barking. I'm going to stop recording. Um, I love you guys. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.